Hello and welcome to the City Business Edition. My name is Kojo Akoto Boateng. A week ago, I spoke to an architect and we spoke about architecture, uh, his book that he had written. Uh, for those of you who followed the conversation, uh, my guest then was Kweku Kedi, who had written a book titled Ailing Cities. Today, I'm talking to another architect whose reputation is very big locally and internationally. She leads one of the most respected architectural firms um, in the country. She's also done a lot of phenomenal work in the space. And she joins me to talk about the Ghana Institute of Architects and the Architects Week celebration. Um, I'm very happy to have Nana Ekuya Opon Berme uh, with me this morning on the City Business Edition to talk architecture, talk about national development, and solving some of the wicked problems our urban spaces face. Nana is the social secretary for the Ghana Institute of Architects and the principal partner of Arc Zenus Company. Nana, welcome to the City Business Edition. Thank you very much, Kojo. Thank you for having me here. I hope all is well with you. Oh, yes. Everything is well. We've just finished a very successful architecture, World Architecture Day, so we're happy. <laughs> Interesting. I, I saw posts on the Ghana Institute of Architects page um, days and weeks leading to the World Architecture Day. I remember the, the, the various projects and the various personalities they highlighted and the yes. work they had done. I think this year, the Ghana Institute of Architects has been very, very, very proactive when it comes to engaging people and sharing information on, on the World Architecture Day. Now, before we even get into what you do and everything, why the World Architecture Day, what is its significance um, 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 in the global um, um, scheme of affairs? Yes, so um, every year on the first Monday of October, the world celebrates World Architecture Day. And uh, this year it fell on the fourth. And usually we have a global theme that every locality will then customize to suit whatever their particular space is um, demanding. Um, and for us this year, uh, our theme was uh, for Ghana was the future of our cities, showcasing the Ghanaian architects. The future of our cities, showcasing the yes. Ghanaian architects. Did you choose this theme yes. based on, on what, what was the underpinning elements that made you choose this particular theme? All right, so last year, our theme was actually um, My City, My Vision, where we brought, um, we charged our members to visualize um, how they would like to see their spaces. So they picked different um, subjects, different areas, and you know, proposed solutions to some of the problems we are faced with generally. Um, this year, uh, and let me say, this is actually part of our president's um, vision for the GIA. Um, it's a visibility drive. Um, our president is an architect, SM Korte. Um, he was also featured if um, you followed. Um, yes, his, he, he's pushing for a visibility drive for architects. And this year, um, following through the city conversation, we try to showcase Ghanaian architects. And here's the reason. Um, it was becoming uh, more and more evidence that our space is actually very unknown to a lot of Ghanaians. There's that recent example, rather unfortunate, that a crime um, happened somewhere in a village with a, a murderer 
and it was described as the person was described as an architect. I mean, this is a regulated industry. So even use the word architects comes with all kinds of um, requirements. So that's, you know, the police could report as an architect, the media took it as an architect, and we had to come out to say, no, this person is not an architect. So how are people seeing architects? Is there no, no, you know, we are not in the space. It was evidence that people really don't know what we do or what we are about. There are a lot of people parading with the name architects, but actually aren't architects because it takes something to become an architect. And, and so it's, 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 uh, um, it's further, you know, emphasize the need to put us out there. Um, one of the things, and I was very active in that uh, campaign, one of the things we really wanted to do was to highlight projects. I mean, this, this is just a small bit of what Ghanaian architects are doing, what we featured. But we, we, we wanted to highlight buildings that people are familiar with. People drive by these buildings. People spend time in these places. And for some reason, most of the times, wouldn't assume this was you know, conceptualized by a Ghanaian. Um, the first feature, for example, by um, uh, the architect for, uh, what's it called? Aqua Safari, it's called, yes, Aqua Safari and the other one. This, these are two phenomenal um, resorts comparable to anyone in the world. I mean, Ghanaians, you know, this thing came up, Ghanaians were enjoying it. You see it everywhere. It's, I mean, it's, it's the place to be. And for a lot of people, they would never assume this was actually designed and handled right here. In fact, that those projects are all Ghanaian. And, and you know, it, it's rather sad that we are doing all this, but, uh, you know, nobody knows. So we thought this was a good time to showcase and highlight what Ghanaian architects are capable of. And uh, I think it's worked rather well. I, the, the response has been phenomenal and we are quite happy with it. So last year's theme, and the yes. whole project was to look at the future of our cities and the problems. Yes. So architects yes. evaluated problems and proposed solutions. Exactly. And this year exactly. is the future of our cities and showcasing yes. the Ghanaian architect. For example, I've exactly. been to Aqua Safari. I've been to yes. Safari Valley Resort. Saf Saf Safari yes. Valley, yes, that's what And the is. architect is He's Daniel architect. Tay. Daniel Tay, yes, Daniel Tay. We call him Minu. <laughs> Lovely gentleman, but yes. So mm -hmm. a lot of people who have been to Safari Valley and Aqua Safari mm. may, 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 may think that it's designed by probably a foreign architect, but this is yes. homegrown yes. design, homegrown yes. inspiration. So yes. this year's theme was, yes. to, was to push that. Can you tell me about yes. some of the key buildings or projects yes. um, locally and internationally mm -hmm. that have had Ghanaians conceptualizing and leading? All right, so for the... For the campaign we did, um, we featured, uh, of course, um, architect Daniel Tay with his safari projects. He has a lot more, I mean, he's doing that. Of course, not all of them are public, so people won't necessarily know of these. Um, we also highlighted, for example, um, the work done by our, our member, um, architect Andrew Pra for multi-choice, the, the building in uh, Abelimpe. Yeah. which even, you know, within our ranks, and surprisingly, even within our ranks, a lot of these buildings we featured, our people didn't even know that it was our members um, behind them. And I'm telling you, these are 100% Ghanaian, um, Ghanaian architectural work. So the uh, multi-choice head example, office in Abelimpe close yes. to the N1 was designed exactly. by a Ghanaian architect, Anna, Andrew yes, Pra. By a Ghanaian, 
Yes. Wow. Designed I've been to, by him. I've been to by... the building several times, yes. and um, mm -hmm. my first instinct was it was probably designed by a South African. Exactly, because they don't, I mean, they see a building like this and assume it must come from South Africa, so they would rather go and bring an architect from South Africa, which is fine. I mean, the world, we're in a global market. You can really source from everywhere, but of course, there are, there are processes and there are regulations how people come in and actually practice in this space, like every profession. I mean, a lawyer from a different country just can't come and represent you here. There has to be a, a way that they are actually um, regulated in the in the space. Same with medicine everywhere in every country, not only Ghana. So this is actually a common practice. Yes. So we, we do have um, some of these projects. And um, I mean, one of the most uh, common experiences a lot of architects have when clients come to them, they see their project, they see, well, they are, are you trained in Ghana? Are you Ghanaian? You know, it's always a question because people really don't believe what we are doing here. And of course, it's because we have all been in our spaces quietly doing our thing, but I'm telling you, these are Ghanaians. Take the Toyota building, for example, on the motorway. This building, you know, literally just popped up out of nowhere. And it's now a landmark on, on that street. This was designed by architect Cecil Abbey. We are so proud of him. And uh, so many more, I think we featured 14. 14 I've actually seen um, that Toyota building as well. I've been there. And I've also okay. visited the building Cecil put up um, around um, Adringan on the Ark, which won him some exactly. in Dubai. Exactly. So, yes. so, 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 so the even, point is, Ghanaian architects are world class. The Atlantic Lounge. Everywhere. Absolutely, absolutely. I've also noticed absolutely. that on the on the Independence Avenue, um, which yes. is now the Bank Avenue, you see buildings yes. like yes. the Zenit Bank head office. You mm -hmm. see the MTN mm -hmm. head office. You see the Cow Bank yep. head office. Cow you Bank, see the yes. Um, ADB new head office, yes. the Accra Financial Ecobank Center. Eventually. You see the EcoBank. Do we have mm -hmm. Ghanaian influences on that street as well? Absolutely, because all these absolutely. buildings are fantastic buildings, and I, I always mm -hmm. wonder whether Ghanaians have played a role yes. in designing yes. these. Yes. So you take Cow Bank, for example, designed by our current president, SM Kote, phenomenal building. Um, the EcoBank was also. I mean, this 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 is. Uh, you've seen the Ecobank building. This was yeah. a super collaboration between one Ghanaian and a South African firm. In fact, they came together to conceptualize it in a competition. So um, they competed, they won it together, they handled it together. And I mean, now this is a landmark we all love to behold. Is it Augustus um, Richardson? Augustus Richardson, who happens to be our honorary secretary as well. Interesting. Um, Yes, so our, our people are doing a lot, contributing a lot. Um, let me, let me um, maybe just chip this in because this is so important and critical. Um, when the, at the um, World Architecture Day, we actually um, awarded a few of our members who we, we called our pandemic heroes. Um, this was Akitel. Architect um, Kofi Esalapia and his team, Ruth Ann Richardson, um, Fifi Samawache, and, and a few others. And we, 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 we chose this day to celebrate them because um, at the time when the whole world was confused and you know, didn't know how to handle things, and this was a time the world was shut off, um, these um, brave people, um, they actually, the Ghanaians of Architects actually drove that agenda. They, they rallied the engineers, they rallied the surveyors, they put the whole team together and worked day and night to give us our 
infectious disease center in record time Mm -hmm. at the time when everyone was hiding in record time and believe me they did it for absolutely no payment pro bono all of them this was a time when our patriotism was felt and seen and um, i believe this has given rise to a lot more um, even on the government side, um, on, on medical facilities and others. But this was something that we celebrated and we continue to celebrate. And I wanted to use this opportunity to thank them and congratulate them for making us proud in that time. This is the City Business Edition. I'm talking to Nana Ekuya Berme. She's an architect. Um, she's, she's the social, this is a big position, social secretary for the Ghana Institute of Architects and principal partner of Axenus Company, and we are talking about the World Architecture Day, the Ghana Institute of Architecture, and uh, Ghana Institute of Architects and yes. Architecture Practice in the country. We've spoken about the World Architecture Day, the theme for Ghana, and what the Ghana Institute of Architects is doing. And Nana, you just mentioned something that I've been passionate about: getting yes. professionals to solve national problems. We, we, yeah. um, the the Infectious Disease Center is a clear example of how mm-hmm. if professionals collaborated, we could get whatever we needed in record yeah. time um, yeah. at, a, at a good cost, mm-hmm. a functional structure. We mm-hmm. seem to have a, a lot of problems in this country. Yeah. Flooding, for example, Thursday it rained flash floods all over the city. If you are mm-hmm. moving, if you were moving from Achimota to Ofanko, you'd be caught in flash floods. Mm-hmm. Those um, from Achimota to Tetekwashi, you'd be caught in flash yeah. floods on the N1. Yes. Those from 37 to Adenta were caught in it. Even almost, in almost all the corners of the, of, of the city had some mm-hmm. experience of flooding. If you go to Kumasi, yeah. Kumasi is getting flooded whenever it rains. Yeah. We are seeing mm-hmm. flats in Koforidria in our various urban yeah. centers. Yeah. This is one of the wicked problems we are dealing with. We're also dealing with um, shortage of housing. We are dealing mm-hmm. with um, urban spaces that do not support our lifestyles to keep us healthy. Yes. What is the role of the architect, the Ghana Institution of Architects as well, in dealing with a lot of these um, urban problems that mm-hmm. are really pushing us into yeah. a state of dystopia? All right. Um, you know, all these problems you've mentioned they are like it's become like a yearly song we sing in this country because you expect it it happens and it's like okay that's another year gone by we expect it again you see um unfortunately uh in ghana in one of our former council members like to say development precedes planning ideally there should be planning first and then developments um we find ourselves in a state where the development happens almost on our blind side and then quickly you know we are trying to plan to catch up with it and of course in a situation like that you can never get things a hundred percent now let me say um every city worth its name did not just start with um haphazardly there was a vision and the architect's role really in every development space is to generate a vision that drives the movement so Let's, let's use an illustration of a house. You want to build a house for yourself, your two children, your wife, you know, you have your, your land. Um, before a structural engineer can bring three bars or design your columns, 
someone should have given that vision, which drives how the columns are going to be done. Um, uh, the electrical engineer is relying on this vision. The mechanical engineer is relying on this vision. The contractor is, everybody is relying on this vision. So before anything even starts, an architect needs to visualize and present it. Now, um, architecture is, apart from everything, it's also an inspired um, you know, space. Uh, it's, it's anyone, any professional architect at any time could have the best solution to a particular problem at a time. If you notice one of the, the, um, the sayings we were pushing with our campaign was that competition brings out the best. Um, because like in every space, you will have good ones and you will have bad ones. And you have good ones who will be bad sometimes and you have bad ones who will be good sometimes. Um, you can never tell where an architect is until you have given them that task and especially in the space of a competition. Um, all these you are talking, I have my personal um, opinions on how our planning should have been. I'm a big believer in densification because it's efficient. I don't believe in the um, pushing everybody so far out of town and uh, especially um, young families who still have to come and work in the middle of town. And uh, I mean, the, the challenges are just uncountable, but that's a, a story for another day. But, but I, um, I really think we should talk about densification because okay. it's, I, I think right. it's at the heart of, 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 of our problems. If we densified, yes. maybe yes. people moving to Amrahia to live on mm -hmm. waterways mm -hmm. to, to disturb we'll the reduced. flow will yes. be reduced. If we exactly. densified people living yes. um, in Kaswa who have to then do a traffic every mm -hmm. day will reduce. Mm -hmm. If we densified the Dawina people who are calling for mm -hmm. uh, a dual carriageway may yes. not even need the road because they will all be living. So in let me just paint. Let me just paint this picture for you. Let me just illustrate it this way. So if you take a typical headquarters in Accra Central, maybe okay. I like the Ecobank building, so let me use Ecobank. Um, Maybe about 80% of the people um, will be below a certain grade. And the, the very top notch, maximum 20%. Now, this top notch people um, may not necessarily be clocking in at 8 a.m. Um, very likely to be advanced in age enough that they probably don't have children who have to get to school by 7.15. Um, additionally, this 20% may likely have four by fours and whatnot. And uh, therefore, if we were planning properly, those 20, that 20% should live in Amrahia on five acres of land if they want, because they can afford it. Um, they can play golf before they sit in their four by four and drive and to they town. They will not cut less, all the trees. Exactly. That's less pressure on the road we did to Amrahia. Um, if we've done that, that is <laughs> so. Um, that is one picture. Then you have the 80% who, as I said before, probably have to drop off kids by 7.15 in school, have to clock on in their office at 8 a.m., um, have to find a way to pick up these children, get back to the house, hours on the road. The quality of life is completely, it doesn't exist. You have children eating in cars. You have children dressing up in cars in traffic because they have to get to school early they get to school in the morning time when most schools 
do a lot of um, stimulating work, the children are dull, sometimes falling asleep. And I'm saying this from experience, from talking to my contemporary, because it's, this is in my generation, that is, it's affecting. And it worries me, the children, the future leaders, and I'm using this in code, that we are raising, that are coming to be in control of the country, but have missed out quite significantly on their, an important part of their education, just because they live too far away. This for me is a personal problem. If you densified the city center so that middle income people can afford to live close enough to their workplaces and other things, they don't even need to hustle to buy a car. Then you have things you like Uber and other ride, things. You walk to work, you ride to work, or you pick an Uber and it won't cost you an arm and a leg. Now the guy goes to buy a house in two, how many hours away in, in this place? Um, I call it outer space. <laughs> <laughs> in outer space and uh, he has to buy a car because he has to find his way to work at a particular time the roads are not good so this car is going to struggle anyway the small income he's making you end up spending all on the car and all kinds of things and think about it in these areas too we are developing we are sprawling the development so all the services have to be stretched over wide distances it is costing everybody a lot, but if you densified in the middle of the city, one line uh, line goes into the building and you distribute to everyone. And here we go. Thankfully, the, the, the current generation is not living like our parents who had seven, eight children plus cousins and all kinds of people they have to um, accommodate in their homes and, and therefore needed all that space. Now families are much smaller. People, this, the, the kind of space we are, we, are, we, are, we are thinking we need, we actually don't need that much. Um, if we can look at densifying you know, our city centers and leaving enough room for our land to breathe, perhaps that could be. But you see, this is a discussion I can have with you. Mm. If, 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 and this brings me back to the competition space because this is my opinion. Another architect may have a different approach to this. But the point is, if you put out a competition, a national competition. And I don't mean a technical and financial proposal, which is what's uh, for now is the right way um, or the lawful way to procure. When you do a design competition, you give the opportunity for Ghanaians to actually get the best solution for them. Because mind you, some situations are also um, specific to location. And some one of those people may have a better grasp of that location than another. In the end, the competition, what it will do for us is that if we are going to develop um, Alajo, for example, the solutions that will come out and what will be picked will very likely be the best solution, optimum solution for Alajo. But until that is done, Whatever is given to us is what we take, is it not? We can never de determine whether that is the best. And that is what something like Ghana Institute of Architects stands for. Mm -hmm. In every country, um, the architectural, the architecture institutes um, or the body of architects has a, a, or creates the space for competitions to be handled in a manner that is professional um, and you have the, the right expertise to even determine what is suitable. So for example, um, 
if an organization wanted to build their headquarters or wanted to do housing for their staff, like they can Ekubandi. walk to the, exactly, you can walk to um, Ghana Institute of Architects because besides we have the pool of, of the professionals in the country. Mind you, there are also people claiming to be architects that are not. Uh -huh. And so if you came to the Ghana Institute of Architects, you will be given the right professional guidance. Sometimes you may not be necessarily procuring a full design. You could just be doing an ideas competition and it will shock you some of the places that some of the best ideas can come from. All over the world, you have had even students win over the, the, some of the biggest architects in the world because at that point in time, they were the ones with the inspiration for that particular problem to be solved. And so we do ourselves, you know, a disservice for not uh, encouraging a lot more of competitiveness in the design space. Because design, I keep saying, it's it's inspired. It is not in, in one person's head. And talking about competition, I remember the story of the three KNUST students who yes. entered a competition to design a new hostel yes. um, close to Africa Hall. I've seen the building. And yes. the building is magnific magnificent. And this was designed by students who mm -hmm. won a competition and the project has been built. So if we, if we created that environment in that system, it would encourage mm -hmm. a lot more um, um, competition, a lot more yes. transparency yes. as well, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. better solutions to our problems. For our problems, exactly. So, Much so, for, so, so, so let's say the, the new parliament chamber that parliament wanted to build, to build. Yeah. if it's indeed yeah. something Ghana needs, there mm -hmm. should be a public competition where every Ghanaian architect and even international architects can, mm -hmm. can enter and propose Absolutely. their ideas. And, and a jury will select the best. In fact, mm -hmm. Ghanaians could even vote, public vote, like yes. vote for I was all these coming competitions. To they, yes. So we There's, select the best actually, ones and move with it. Mm, mm -hmm. There's actually a space where Ghanaians are involved even in that, that process, you see. And this happens in most of the developed world. I mean, if you are coming to put up, especially a public building, it is not just to come in place in there. You in, engage the people. They are involved in deciding what it is that's coming to sit next door to them. Um, and that's important because at the end, these people have to take ownership of some of these spaces and feel connected to it. Um, thankfully, with our activated um, Ghana Institute of Architects, and you know, now we have the visibility drive um, that has been successful. We are going to continue it, and we are going to create that room for some of these things to happen. That you know, there will come a time when media can come in, public will come in to a, a public exhibition of a public building or you know, competition done for public building and everybody can come and give their opinion. And this will all go into deciding what's a deface we actually end up putting up at, at that particular place. We really look we forward to, to that. We need to spend time to talk about our urban problems, architectural problems and solutions to drive sustainable development for Ghana. But let's come back to the Ghana Institute of Architects. So you've celebrated the World Architecture Day. Um, you've, you've managed to create a buzz on digital media and mainstream media by promoting and highlighting um, some of the great minds in the space in the country. Um, what's next? How, 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 
what, what are some of the things that you've planned to do for the rest of the year? And how can people work with the Ghana Institute of uh, Architects? You've already mentioned the competition and how we can all work together. But for example, um, if, if I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm a different professional somewhere, what are the opportunities for collaboration for, for development in, agri, in, in the agri space, in mainstream yeah. infrastructure, in energy, in social housing? Do you have opportunities where people mm -hmm. can collaborate with you to solve public problems to drive national development? Yes, indeed, we have this. You see, um, like you said, public problems in national development. This has to be usually driven from the policy side. Um, the um, governmental agency responsible for that space, and they have, they have all these professionals in there who are members of the institutions, by the way. Um, so, for example, um, if the, there was a need to, like I said, uh, uh, develop uh, Alaju, and there was a competition out, sometimes it may not be just an architectural competition because at the end of the day, when an architect does a job, they have to work with um, engineers, they have to work with quantity surveyors, they have to work with other people. So when that need arises, the teams can be made up of all these different professionals. Usually it is um, because their input is required anyway for, for the solution. So there's that. Um, if there are competition is, competitions, it's not just for architects because architects work with all the other professionals. Just like when the need arose for us to do the infectious disease center, we had to bring on the Institute of Engineers, the Institute of Surveyors, so that the outcome will be holistic. Hmm. Um, the Institute now is, is putting in a lot of structures so that some of these things will be um, smoother. And we can also put in a lot more advocacy for government's attention and direction to come to the professional space the local professional space and mm. collaborating and finding our own solutions for our own problems. Um, yeah, so those opportunities are there. How do people contact the Ghana Institute of Architects? You can literally just type into a, a, a online Ghana Institute of Architects and you see our location, our phone numbers, our, um, our email address, everything. And uh, our, our team, they are very open and welcoming. Any questions you have, and once you come in there, they will attend to you. And we really want to engage um, the public. We really want to engage the public. You asked about next steps. Usually after um, the World Architecture Day, our focus then goes to our end of year activities. This, our president has started um, something which we, we hope to continue through the years, which is the presidential ball, which is another opportunity to actually come together and, and advocate some more for, for our space. And so you can look out for that. Great, great. I'm looking out for the presidential ball and I'm looking out for all the other things that the Ghana Institute of Architects uh, will lead in shaping development and in making Ghana uh, an utopian country, not a dystopian one. Mm -hmm. Nana, yes. it's been great <laughs> talking to you on the GIA, the World Architecture Day, and the various things you are doing. I want you to spend some time with me very soon yeah. to talk about planning Accra and okay. uh, other <laughs> urban cities. I think that Accra is a lost cause and we must just uh, leave it to disintegrate. 
the others who think that Accra can be saved, I'm sure you think Accra can be saved. So let's spend time to talk about yes. uh, urban centers and how we can save them and, 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 and not die within the chaos. Mm-hmm. It's been a mm-hmm. pleasure talking to you, Nana. I wish you all the best. Thank you so much for having me and all the best too. My name is Kojo Akoto Boating. Um, I've been talking to architect Nana Ekria Beme of um, Axenus. She's also mm-hmm. the social secretary for the Ghana Institute of Architects, talking about World Architecture Day, the Ghana Institute of Architects, and what they did, highlighting some um, key architects um, in the country and the work they've done. Uh, surprisingly, Nana and her team have done a lot of work, but she didn't talk about them. But I'll bring her back on the business edition to talk about her work and to also uh, get ideas about how we can fix some of our urban problems. The rest of the show continues with Bernard and the team. Stay with us.